You're listening to American Girl Women with Laura Treader and Lindsay Adams-Franca. This is a podcast where two millennial gals gather around the microphone and reminisce on the cultural phenomenon that took our childhood by storm, American Girl Dolls. Contrary to what you might think, we aren't just talking about dolls here. We're diving into the high highs and the low lows of getting hooked on American Girl and all the childhood memories that come flooding back. So join us and a few special guests each week as we become American Girl Women. Today on AGW, we are joined by Abby Harold, who you may recognize from TikTok with her incredibly clever content featuring her American Girl dolls, Kirsten, Samantha, and another Kirsten that she affectionately calls Kiki, dressed in a very chic cow print dress. Sounds familiar? We thought so. Abby grew up in Milwaukee as a self-described inside kid with an affinity for The Sims, Tony Hawk games, playing with her American Girl dolls, and the finer millennial indulgences of hit clips, Polly Pocket, and Bratz dolls. She currently is an avid sewer with experience in costuming and loves working out, music, and being outside. We are so excited to chat with her today to hear more about her AG journey. Abby, welcome to American Girl Women. Thank you so much for having me. Abby, we are so excited to have you join us today. I think in addition to just all your AG memories that we're excited to dive into, I think you're the first of our guests to really have like some viral TikToks when it comes to AG. So we can't wait (laughs) to talk about that with you. Oh my goodness. Believe me, I a year ago, if you would have said, Abby, you're going to have an American Girl doll TikTok, I do not think I would have believed you. So this is, I'm so excited to talk about it. That is amazing, Abby. I feel like you've been popping up on my For You page and I've been following you for so long and seeing your journey. I think one of the first TikToks I've seen of you is your TikTok with your Kirsten and her tiny purse. Yes. (laughs) That I'm obsessed with. And immediately I was like, Ah, this girl needs to be on AGW. So thank you for joining us today. Oh my goodness. Well, I have the dolls with me too. I know we're on a podcast, but in case any of them want to make an appearance, Kirsten is also on the pod. So yes. Oh Oh my my goodness. The artist uh, is present. Yes. (laughs) She is. (laughs) She's looking amazing. She's looking in mint condition, prime and ready to go her braids are pristine it's so funny because my girlfriends whenever they would come over they'd be like can we see the kirsten doll and i'd be like go wash your hands yes you cannot have food or drink nearby (laughs) um i think because i completely destroyed my kirsten as a child i have learned from my past mistakes and i just need to keep this one as in nice of condition as possible I mean yeah I I can totally relate and I think Lindsay too although I think Lindsay you were a little kinder to your Felicity than I was to my dolls but not by much debatable (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah I I was very hard on my dolls particularly on their hair some received haircuts Um, Some just simply had braids that were removed within days of receiving them. Um, So yeah, it's like as an adult now, I'm like cringing at thinking at what I did to them, which is why your your TikTok about the dolls with braids and the specificity of like taking those braids out and what it can do really (laughs) me because it's like, you're like, oh, if I could only turn back time and explain that to my younger self. I know if only I would have known what I know now, I would right. have never touched those braids. Um, oh my goodness. Honestly, yeah. it's, it's so true. I mean, youth is wasted on the young and American girl upkeep and care is also, <laughs> but yeah. Abby, how did you get started with your TikTok content? So I make my TikTok account, not even thinking about American girl dolls. I'm a really big sewer And I have a lot of experience doing costuming. And I worked under a designer named Florence DeLee for about two or three years when I was living in New York. And they did exclusively costumes for drag queens. So a lot of the stuff that we worked on made it onto RuPaul's Drag Race. And we worked with a lot of the girls that were like on the show. And I was like, oh, like maybe I could start a TikTok account just about 
like my sewing experience, sharing the gift of sewing. It's something that not a lot of people know how to do anymore. And then I got my uh, anthropology purse. And to make a long story short, I had ordered this purse from anthropology that I thought was a regular sized bag and I receive it. And it's a mini purse. That's no joke, maybe two by three <laughs> inches. And I make a TikTok about it, just about, you know, being a little bit more cautious when you order things online. And one of the comments on the video said, that's a perfect size for an American girl doll. And <laughs> Sure enough, I had ordered a Kirsten doll a few months prior when they were doing the anniversary of all of the historical dolls. And I was like, this seems like an easy video to make. And I put my purse on the Kirsten doll. And that is how it all <laughs> began. It I never turned back. I fully embraced all the American Girl doll things that were ahead of me. And within a year, I went from having just one doll to three. So <laughs> pretty big incline yeah. uh, in my American Girl ownership. Wow. I think like we're all experiencing at this like past two to three years, I would say maybe it's like the pandemic precipitated this, but just like an absolute renaissance of millennial and like early Gen Z um, American girl culture. Like I feel like the demand for that content on TikTok is like higher than ever. Like I wish that this content had been around like even earlier, but like, I didn't even know, I think like Lindsay and I could probably agree that like, we didn't know that we would be this into American girl, no. um, <laughs> even like two years ago. So like, we're right there with you. Like, it's just like, everybody's getting back on the bandwagon. Yeah. And it's such a fun nostalgia ride. I loved my American girl so much as a kid. And I feel like I'm having a whole nother wave of enjoying and appreciating them as an adult. Yeah. Um, and I'm just so grateful that I have the privilege of having these dolls because, you know, they're not cheap and not everybody like grew up with an American Girl experience. And I feel very fortunate and privileged that I'm able to have those memories and relive those memories now as an adult. Definitely. I love that. So Abby, you purchased Kirsten during the 35 year anniversary relaunch of the historic dolls. Uh, walk us through that a bit. Did you see that they were launching them and were like, gotta get one? Like, what was that like for you? Yeah. So my older sister texted me one day and my sister is a very big influence in my American Girl renaissance period. Mm -hmm. um, we've had American Girl dolls together. We had the bitty babies together. And so now we're kind of reliving those things as adults, especially because my sister has a four-year-old little girl. So Aww. we're getting to fun. share like the new American Girl doll experience with her, which has been just <laughs> so much fun to be a part of, especially as an aunt. And my sister texted me saying, Abby, they're bringing back the original dolls. And my original Kirsten doll was completely destroyed as a kid to the point where I thought it was in a dumpster somewhere in like a landfill. Um, I had oh, no, no idea that it was even still like in my family. And I was like, I have to buy Kirsten. Yeah. I just simply have to. And it was pretty much like a no brainer for me. And then, you know, I was like at home and I was kind of like, oh, like, do I buy it or do I not? And I was texting some of my girlfriends and they were like, Abby, you have to do it. And I'm so glad that I did. And <laughs> now me and Kirsten and all the girls just have, you know, we have a ball with each other on, on the TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> so not only do you have Kirsten, but you have another Kirsten as well. And Samantha, who came first? So I had my 35th anniversary Kirsten. Then right when like my TikTok started like gaining like a lot of traction, my original Kirsten was found in like <gasps> my aunt's garage. Like it was so random. And oh. her hair was like all... It was so sad. It was, you know, her original braids were out and somebody had clearly tried to redo them. And it just looked so like wiry and bushy. Um, one of her legs was out of the socket, just looking very, <laughs> very well loved, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yes. and, um, my sister was trying to be sneaky 
and thought that she could send my Kirsten doll to the American Girl Doll Hospital and back and keep it for herself and try to like <laughs> trick me into thinking that I like didn't have like the doll. And thankfully she owned up to it. She was like, do you mind if I like send this to the American Girl Doll Hospital so like I can uh, give it to my daughter? And I was like, why don't you send it to the American Girl Doll Hospital and I'll pay you and then I can go back and I can keep it. And so um, <laughs> then I got Kirsten, probably or OG Kirsten, who I call Kiki, just to keep them <laughs> straight. Um, Kiki in the cow dress. Um, I got her probably, you know, nine months ago. And then uh, Samantha came shortly after. So it was kind of like a gradual buildup towards Samantha. And <laughs> now that I'm back in Wisconsin for a little bit, I get to use my niece's dolls and my niece, AKA like my sister wanting to like relive the AG experience. My niece has Kaya, Josefina, Kit, and she just got Claudie. Wow. And so I like have to negotiate with a four-year-old like, girl can I please like borrow your beautiful dolls for like two hours so I can make videos and my niece is like mm, no they're mine which oh I'm like my gosh. they are hers but uh in, in, she we have a dream set up like she has like them all on a shelf with like stands and everything and mm. wow really like that bougie life Wow. So she's, she's really learning from past mistakes when it comes to care. She's, she's applying an extra level of care to these dolls that we as youths were not aware needed to happen. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I took my American Girl doll everywhere with me. And now these don't even leave like the two by three foot shelf that are in her room. (laughs) Wow. We're, was your sister also in on the purchase during the 35 year relaunch? Like, did she get Josefina or, um, who else would be in that? I think Josefina would, was the only the one. The only one. Yeah. Besides yeah. Kirsten. Yeah. Yeah. So she got Josefina during that time. And she also got the, um, the Samantha because Samantha mm. is still being sold, but she's being sold with like a different. She's outfit. different. She's not the uh, same. Not the same. Abby, this is like my literal, this is just like, if there's one thing that I want our listeners to take away about me is that (laughs) I do not approve of the new, like, revamped, like, versions of the original dolls. Like, I, I just like miss like the authentic, like almost more boring, like, outfit that samantha had to begin with. Like, the pink dress is cute, but like, she's from Victorian times or like Edwardian times rather like she's not supposed to have like a really cute pink dress she's supposed to have like a sensible plaid dress <laughs> right like she has places to be and that place to be is not like a tea party you know right <laughs> so, right exactly. honestly it almost <laughs> makes me like I'm just so curious about the decisions made and it's like I wonder if we had access to kids that we could do a little focus group on and see what their Mm. opinions are. Because I'm like, who wants this? Who asked for this? I know. I mean, I'm sure American Girl is doing the focus group on it. Like, as a person who, you know, sadly works in the capitalist machine of sales, I understand. (laughs) I understand that we need to, like, pivot sometimes. But at the same time, I think with the excitement that was stirred up around the 35th anniversary girls, like perhaps there's a way that they they could offer both. Um, my biggest like regret obviously is not purchasing a Samantha or Josefina during the 35th anniversary, like reissue. Um, but I think like if they just kept those available either on an ongoing basis, in addition to like the re imagined versions they have of some of them now mm-hmm. I think they would still sell or make them available like a few times a year or like once a year um right. but I I definitely think like for people our age who are you know revisiting their love of AG or even maybe starting to have kids of their own that they want to share those like original versions of the dolls with like they definitely 
I think would have good sales from that. So I don't know. I completely agree. Yeah. Right. And I feel like too, I can see the argument where they wanted to give them, you know, like a facelift or kind of like a fresh look. Right. But if it's not broke, don't fix it. You Uh, know, the looks were already tens. Honestly, though. Right. I'm really hoping that they do a 40th anniversary launch or re-release of the dolls because if they do they're gonna have all my money I'm just gonna yeah, like be like right. take it <laughs> that I I'm really hoping that and I hope they release more of like the outfits and accessories that originally came with the historical dolls yeah yes. I have like big hopes and dreams for the 40th anniversary like maybe we should start writing to them now Laura telling them our demands but like I want a re-release of the girl size clothing in adult sizes I want Mm -hmm. like AG like merch from the late 90s early 2000s like I want that American Girl logo on absolutely everything (laughs) like just like relaunch relaunch like everything from our childhoods and they must be doing something big for the 40th anniversary right it's like 35 isn't like that much of a milestone like 40 is huge we're getting something good (laughs) I'm sure they will and you know I'm sure they'll look for like other opportunities too between now and then because they're you know Lindsay and I went to the store uh within the past year and we were thinking like while we were there, obviously all this stuff is like really cool. But if you were an adult going to the store, which TikTok tells us that many uh, people yeah. in their 20s are going <laughs> to the American Girl Cafe to like have a mimosa, um, they need like something to like get us to spend money there if we're not going to buy like a doll or like doll accessories, like because either we just like want the original or we don't have room Mm -hmm. or whatever the reason may be like get me like a keychain like it doesn't have to be anything like crazy but just like (laughs) something for like the 90s and like 80s kids to be able to like take home with them I think would be in their best interest so I'm sure they're they're up to something because they must know that this is like having a renaissance for adults I know that they had those I'm forgetting the brand but it was like a line of pocketbooks and sort of like pencil cases that were all based on the girls for but it was for adults yeah Um, the stony clover stony uh, clover lab yep yeah Mm -hmm. but honestly I would I would be so here for it if they released like you can buy like kits original like pink sweater with like a green skirt or you know whatever like those outfits were um I would totally yeah be here for that or a re-release of coconut (laughs) I'd love to just get my hands on a nightgown I would love a whole nightgown shop at the American yes. Girl store that's all the different nightgowns that you can choose from. Honestly, oh. Abby, we talked about this on a previous podcast, but like my dream would be for them to launch all of the bedding uh oh. as like human size. Like what I would do to have Samantha's like quilt and brass bed, like what a dream. Honestly, I was just thinking about today how I would I never had a Felicity doll, but every time the catalog came out, I remember Felicity's like four post bed mm-hmm. and the metal like great thing that you would fill with hot coals that you would like put in your bed yes. to keep it warm. <laughs> yes, I the fire hazard. <laughs> yes, a total fire <laughs> hazard. Can't say I'd recommend it today. However, there's something about it that is just kind of glamorous that I would love right. to experience for myself. Yeah, cozy vibes. Like it just feels like it would be so cozy in her room. Right? Nothing right. like a hot bed on a cold day. she didn't have to wear socks to bed she had the hot coals (laughs) right at her feet feet. um okay so guys what it just like hypothetically speaking if they did like another re-release say like 40th anniversary re-release of the original dolls and they included like a few more that I would consider to be original like Kit, Kaya, um, maybe just those two, actually, in addition to what they released before, who would we be getting? I'm going to start off by saying I'd get Samantha 
and Josefina, probably one of those two. Abby, who would you get? If I had to pick one, I feel like I'd probably pick Felicity. However, Molly and Addie are a very close second. For sure. For sure. Very close second. Yeah, Yeah. Like, see, that's the thing is like Addie also speaks to me. I love her meat outfit. Like, it's one of my favorite ones of all the dolls. So that's a conundrum. I might have to get three. I know. I I might just have to get the whole collection. (laughs) That's how I feel. Like, I would just want to get them all at that point. Like, (laughs) if if I had to choose one, I think I would go with Samantha. I had Felicity (laughs) growing up, but I like fell in love with Samantha at the very end of like my time in history with American Girl, where I loved her books. I was like, discovering how much I love that like time period and it was at the very very end of my AG experience where I wasn't going to get another doll but like have carried this love for her like this entire time so yeah I think I'm gonna go Samantha if not all of them yeah right it's like how do you pick just one and I think too another thing to add is like yeah like Kaya Kit Addie those are all dolls still being sold but not in their original outfits Mm-hmm. exactly same with samantha exactly. we need the original outfits mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and don't even get me started on felicity is updated dress it is atrocious <laughs> i know girl if you're listening we have the solution and it's <laughs> bringing back the og clothes <laughs> honestly though so Abby, would love to hear a little bit more about your process in creating content, because I feel like anytime I see a TikTok trend, like you are on it, like you incorporate all of like the trending audios and infuse it with um, American Girl and would love to just hear about how you go about creating content. Yeah. So I try to do a balance of trends and then my own original ideas, um, The trends are really great because I feel like those are the TikToks that usually gain a lot of traction right away. Mm -hmm. Um, It like brings a lot of people like into the account, which is like really awesome. And I, I am like a very creative person though. And so sometimes like when I'm just doing trends over and over, I feel kind of like, I don't want to say like sellout, but it's like, am I really like, you know, doing something? they like cool and innovative like on the platform but if I'm just yeah. like only following trends so that's why I try to incorporate some other ideas as well like for a while I was doing ratings of different American Girl doll things that were being sold on Mercari and um, reviewing the catalog and some of the videos that have gotten the most views are you know explaining the American Girl doll braids or um, I had a crazy story about how a palm reader and an astrologer both told me on separate occasions that I'd have twins. And now I'm scared that those twins are actually my Kirsten dolls. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> Wait, that's actually incredible. Say, it's so good. I saw that <laughs> pop up. <laughs> you know, it's something that still lives in the back of my head where I'm like, will I yeah. be a parent or are these the twins that, that, <laughs> the, that the spirit world was leading me towards? Um, I have to admit though, that some of my proudest TikToks are some of the ones that didn't really get the most views. Uh-huh. Um, there was one that I made that was recreating the scene from uh, parent trap where Hallie and Annie realize that they're twins and it's like, my birthday's October 11th, my <laughs> birthday's October 11th. And they like reunite with like the picture and everything. And I remember like making that video and I I, I don't mean to chew my own porn, but I was crying, laughing. I was like, this <laughs> is my life's work. This is the one. Um, I also recreated some of Taylor Swift's newest music videos that yep. was super fun to do um, as a big Swifty um, and American Girl doll fan it was like a it was a beautiful crossover of two things <laughs> I really love oh love that and just so you know the parent trap reference is not lost on us we are big Lindsay Lohan and parent trap fans 
Oh my gosh. Same. I just watched <laughs> Falling for Christmas a few weeks ago and I'm here for the Lindsay Lohan comeback. Oh, same. That was highly enjoyable. That was like, I haven't perfect. watched yet. Oh, Laura, you must. <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> to watch. I'm excited to watch. One of the things that like Lindsay and I, I think bonded over like early on in our friendship was the Lindsay Lohan Oprah show that like existed that oh just my gosh yes was like so hard to watch because she just like was like really like going through it um yeah but like golden age of reality tv for sure um yeah but anyway yeah there's something very adjacent about like parent trap and american girl culture i can't put my finger on it but there's something for sure right they all just kind of coexisted at the same time Yes, you know exactly. I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Also, there's something about like the outfits that they wore in the parent trap that I feel like you could easily see an American yes. girl doll wearing from like the 90s ones when they're like setting their parents up on that like boat thing and they have like chopsticks yeah. in their hair and like it's just like very like 90s, early 2000s vibes. Um, and like right. the camp outfits too, like super like fancy and like. I don't know. Annie's whole vibe is very Samantha and Hallie's right. whole vibe is very Molly. Right. I feel right. like you could recreate the movie with outfits from the American Girl catalog, both the historic and the more modern outfits. And like, you'd fit the vibe. Like, I think things like really correlate with the costume direction. Could you imagine if they released an American Girl doll outfit of the top hat bridal scene? Uh. Oh my God, imagine. Why is that like burned into all of our brains? Like, obviously we know exactly what scene. I remember watching that and being like, that is fashion. Right. (laughs) That is glamour. That is bridal. (laughs) I I remember seeing it and being like, it's so, this is so different. This is so edgy. Like, this is so like not a typical bride. Like, right. (laughs) Every Every year I like create a notes list of Halloween costumes I want to be for the upcoming Halloween. And I think I'm going to add that to the list. Like just oh, that bride from Parent Trap. Like if I saw someone out wearing that, I would instantly know what that reference is from. I feel like this Halloween, there's a lot of Meredith Blake references. Yes. Oh, yes. Like yes. The, the scene where she's like, uh, where they're camping and she like gets a salamander in her hair and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Like totally has So been. many. And a lot of them like I saw on TikTok with like the actual little rubber salamander too, like yes. in their yeah. hair, which is oh so good. <laughs> I saw, I saw on TikTok, like someone had a themed party that was parent trap. And then they put the little lizard or salamander on all of the water bottles at the party. And I'm like, that oh. is such a good idea. Every little detail was covered in this party. Like they had Oreos and peanut butter, like everything was so perfect. I might need to recreate this party like myself. Mm, you that would should. be so fun. So you fun. Know, <laughs> speaking about Halloween, my senior year of college, me and a group of like 10 of my girlfriends all went as the original historical American Girl <gasps> Dolls. And yes. I, of course, was Kirsten. And <laughs> to this day, it is one of the best if not the best group costume I have ever been a part of. Everybody really showed up. And it was like, we were, we walked into like the college Halloween parties being like, we are celebrities. (laughs) Oh my God. That is so fun. That's amazing. If you want to give us some pics of this, we would love to see them. Oh my gosh. Yes. I'll send them to you. Cause (laughs) yeah, it was really a moment. We really went above and beyond. Oh my God. I know. I really want to do an American girl costume, but I'm like so committed to like the authenticity that I'm like, where am I going to find a Samantha, an original Samantha dress unless I get right. it like custom made, you know? Right. Um, But I think it would be so fun to dress up as one of the original dolls for sure. I was Samantha one year for Halloween, like after college. And I found like a close enough replica of the dress and it had a drop waist and I had a locket and a hair bow and I I loved it so much but I have no photo evidence of this at all like my friends and I went up to Boston and I'm like how do we not have one picture from this night (laughs) 
That's I don't so know. Disappointing, Lindsay. I didn't even Honestly, know that. Yeah. A, a wow. major regret in my life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we all live with regret. Right. So. <laughs> I'm so sorry that yours was about your Boston Halloween without a single photo of you as Samantha. I know. I hope you were, I hope you're wearing some thick black tights because growing up in Massachusetts, I know that it's uh, going to be raining on Halloween for sure. Uh, Right. (laughs) I definitely have in my Google search history, like, uh, you know, Kirsten, Pleasant Company, child extra extra large (laughs) right (laughs) try to get my hands on some of those like original uh outfits that they made for like the little girls I I've searched eBay and they I mean people are putting things on there all the time right Mm -hmm. like I'm holding out for the logo tee which I like constantly search for in like extra extra large as well where I'm like oh like it has to be in someone's like attic or storage, like that they are, you know, this close to listing on eBay and I'll be there for it. It's like floating around a Goodwill somewhere and you just have to right. go and find it. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, Lindsay and I are trying to figure out if it's like legal and ethical for us to make podcast merch with that logo on it, because I feel like that's obviously like our listeners, if we were going to make something would like want that era of logo. So it's like, Hmm, like they're not using it anymore. So can we use it? Like, but is it like, the one of like the girl and like the star? Yes. Yes. Sort of with the colors. Yeah. Yes. Maybe we can see when their logo expired, Laura. Like look up patents and do our yeah. due diligence on it. Honestly, because I'm like, okay, or they could use it. That's fine. Yeah. If they if they want to use it and make new shirts. Yeah, bring it back. I would love, I would love nothing more than to give them my money, but they continue to refuse to do that. So, <laughs> right. It's either you, Mattel or us, like yeah. someone yeah. has to do it. <laughs> yeah. I have a uh, cricket machine, which is like a die cut machine yeah. and you can, like cut vinyl and stuff like that. And my, I always wonder, you know, that sort of ethical question where I'm like, yeah, I would really love like a Piggly Wiggly t-shirt that I can make. on my own for like you know five bucks but is that ethical to piggly wiggly but you know now that I think about the possibilities of making my own American Girl doll merch um the wheels are really turning you guys have really inspired me to do some illegal copywriting merch for (laughs) honestly though So, Abby, we would love to hear about all things American Girl from you but before we get into it all what were you like growing up? When I was a kid, I was definitely an inside kid. I grew up in Wisconsin, so we had very intense seasons, Uh, the most intense being winter, obviously. Mm -hmm. So a lot of time, you know, being spent indoors. And then when it would finally get warm out, I had horrible outdoor seasonal allergies. Like I was a very stereotypical, like boogery like runny nose kid so I would do anything I could to like stay inside and I'm very different now as an adult I I will spend every moment outside that I can but as a kid I you could not keep me inside long enough I just loved being inside being with my dolls I was huge on toys um really big on obviously American Girl but I also loved Bratz dolls I had Polly Pockets um, really let my imagination fly with all of those types of dolls and toys and stuff. Oh, love that. I feel like a lot of our listeners have said that like American Girl was like not a gateway doll, but like just one of the many. We had so many doll options like in our yeah. era, like there were so many to choose from. Um, it's crazy. Like how many different like scenarios you could be acting out, whether it was like with Barbies or Bratz or AG, like we were like inundated with doll content during that oh time, I feel like. Right. Truly. <laughs> Even just like the toy content, I feel like they don't make toys the same way. Like when was the last time they made something like a Furby? And, mm. you know, I remember having like chicken limbo oh my god chicken limbo limbo. (laughs) oh I can still hear that theme song in my head (laughs) oh my Um, god (laughs) now Abby 
your sister, was she, did you say she's older than you? Yes. Yeah. She's two years older than me. Was she into dolls around the same time that you were? Like, were you playing dolls with each other? Yes. So we got our American girls around the same time. I will be completely honest. I don't really remember receiving my Kirsten doll. I got it as a gift. Um, but I had to have been probably around like five or six when I got my Kirsten. So I don't really have like that memory of like taking her out of the box or anything like that. But I had Kirsten and my sister had Josefina and we both had bitty babies as well. And, um, in very classic older sister, younger sister fashion, we would, you know, fight over all our dolls. And um, (laughs) there was a very, um, uh, a memory that sticks out in my brain from childhood was my sister pulled the string off of one of the American girl. I don't remember if it was a bitty baby or an American girl doll, but her head popped off and we we ran out of the room. Like, like just so (laughs) like freaked out. Um, my Kirsten's leg fell off. Like we definitely were a little bit more rough with the dolls than I could advise now. Um, (laughs) But we like, we always played with those dolls and we loved them so much. And um, my mom always tells a story about how my, like my, we grew up in a multi-generational home. So we grew up like with my grandparents, my mom, my sister, and then like one of my cousins. And my mom has this memory of like walking through the front door and I'm sitting on my grandma's lap and my grandma's on phone back when you my grandma's lap being like I want this and this <laughs> and this and my grandma was just like okay honey and she was like, <laughs> order, like I was so spoiled but just like ordering me stuff out of the catalog and oh my, my mom God. was like what are you doing like <laughs> Oh my God. That kind of like recovered a memory for me where I think like at the time that I was into American Girl, I would like bring relatives the catalog and sort of be like, look at this. Specifically my grandparents and like I feel like my dad's parents were a little like weaker in that department like they were Mm -hmm. like they got me my first doll so like they were very impressionable but I remember just being like oh like Nana look at this thing like because I knew that she would be like really into it too um so you know just being very manipulative as a child basically right yeah we knew how to play the game we knew how to play the game yeah, oh exactly. My God. That is amazing. What were some of the items that you had for your Kirsten? Um, I didn't have any of like the Kirsten excess, like exclusive accessories. Mm-hmm. Um, if I could have a big do-over, I would really love her Christmas outfit with the wreath with the yes. candles. Um, mm-hmm. if I could turn back time, that's one thing I would definitely do differently. But we had the violin for um Ooh. the American Girl dolls. Um, we had uh, a cast like we had like a leg cast for you know if your American girls all broke her leg for instance yeah was that from a hospital visit or was that from the there's a ski set that has like an apres ski um accessory kit that includes a cast and crutches among like oh, games you know I'm not entirely sure I remember the cast was yellow and it had like different signatures from all the yep. other dolls on it. And I'm pretty sure it came with crutches too. Yeah. Um, that's from the ski set. Actually, I'm glad you said that because I was wondering if the signatures came with it or if you had to write them on. Um, I have, we posted it on our Instagram. I don't know if you could. Yes. Oh my gosh. That is it. But yeah. Oh, yeah. The poor girl got caught in a ski accident. <laughs> Oh my God. I'm like, how does it work on severed limbs? Like Kirsten's severed, <laughs> right. severed yeah. limb with like a cast on it. Um, I think that they- the leg popping out. So. <laughs> this was just when she was performing broken leg right. rather yes. than actually <laughs> limping it. Um, right. I think, I think like they also made those things like available individually, like later on. Cause I remember seeing like you could get a wheelchair, maybe also an arm cast or like sling. And like, you could buy the get well soon balloon, I think too. Like if you wanted, like without sending your doll to the hospital, it was like very interesting how they were like, Hey, who wants to like 
do a little bit of like injury cosplay. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Well, I, I feel like there was such an appeal to going to the hospital, like getting that get well balloon and the accessories from when you send it in that it's kind of smart on their end to just let people purchase it without, you know, wrecking your doll in, in the meantime. That's really cute. Yeah. Right. I wonder too, <laughs> if they were trying to capitalize on just like sick kids, like, oh, you're sick, honey. Let me buy you like the $5 balloons. So your right. doll's going to be like sick with you and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Honestly. No, that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, Do you have something that stands out almost as like your favorite accessory of all time that you or your sister owned for your dolls? Hmm. I think the strongest memory that I have was I remember being in kindergarten and I, this is probably the first like big American Girl doll memory that I have. Um, it was after I already got my Kirsten doll and I was at like my bridging ceremony for daisies to brownies for yes. Girl Scouts. <laughs> is that where you had, I, I was a daisy brownie and we had a ceremony where we had to cross a bridge, but there was like a pond underneath that we would all bring our yes. stuffed animals to. Was that, was, is this the same ceremony? Yes. Yes, ah. it was. I, <laughs> I remember I had like a t-shirt, like a handmade, like, you know, stamped Daisy t-shirt. And there was like a bridge that you had to walk over. And that's when you actually became a Girl Scout. Cause that's when you got a vest. I remember yes. when you got your brownie vest. Yeah. And, oh my God, I love that. And I remember being at the bridging ceremony and there was like, you know, a little reception afterward with like, you know, cuties and Rice Krispie treats and stuff like that. And I remember my mom being like, Abby, I have something for you like in the car, but like we can't tell the other girls because I don't know if anybody else is going to like get anything for their bridging. So I have to take you to the car, like special secret. And I was like, oh my God, what is it? And we get to the car and I remember like, the little like American Girl doll like clothes box and my mom had gotten me the um like the junior American Girl doll clothing set for my doll so that way like my doll was a Girl Scout too and it had like a little turtleneck and it had like the green vest and like the green shorts and that is probably the earliest and like one of the most special memories I have from American Girl just being like oh wow like my doll can be just like me and you know all that good stuff oh my gosh that is such a good memory and I feel like I don't think I even realized that the girl that they had like a girl scout outfit for dolls but that is so smart because like so many girls like I remember I was not I want I wanted to be my mom was like we can't do one more activity Um, (laughs) but like that's so that's so smart because like so many girls were probably in girl scouts or brownies at the time and like wanted to have their doll match them right and I did not last in girl scouts all that long like I did not even make it to like the junior green level so I never actually got to match (laughs) my doll but just like it was just such a special memory and I think it was like one of those things too where you know being like a little six-year-old you're like oh like I'm a big girl now like I'm not Daisy anymore I'm a brownie (laughs) I love that that's awesome so special I know that is such a cute memory I wonder if like American Girl partnered with like Girl Scouts of America for that like if that was like a branded Mm -hmm. set you know in like a collab if you will like a very early yeah (laughs) cross-brand collab (laughs) yeah that would make a lot of make a lot of sense if they did right honestly that's kind of that's really interesting I was a I was a Girl Scout for a few years not too many maybe like from first to fifth grade or so Mm -hmm. and you know similar to American Girl I had such a fond memory for it and like looked back on it being like that was actually fantastic. Like I love that period in my life. And when I moved to New York, when I was like 23 or so, I was like, I'm going to become a troop leader. And I went through the process of going to their headquarters, training to be a troop leader. I was probably not only the youngest one there, but like, I didn't have kids, which like, I think the majority (laughs) of like troop leaders do. And 
I learned all about like the ins and outs of like cookie sales. I had a handbook that was like three inches thick. And I, when I got my troop assignment, I, it was just at a time in my life where I had just gotten a new job where I was an editor and I like had a very, you know, not a concrete schedule. Like I was going to a lot of events and I Mm -hmm. really wasn't able to commit you know, a certain amount of time each week to my troop and my troop was in the Lower East Side. And yeah, I mean, I kind of wasn't able to follow through, but I was so excited about it. And I even put in my college, um, quarterly magazine that comes out, like you could do like little updates about yourself. Like you send in news and I like that I was going to be a Girl Scout trooper. <laughs> I like preemptively shared this news. Like people from my college must have been like, what is Lindsay doing in New York? I mean, I think that you should revisit this. Do you have to do the training again if you want to do it now? Honestly, I probably would have to. I don't remember a damn thing about that training other than <laughs> how like strange it was to be there. But I would, I would do it. I would, I would commit now. It was fun. I could totally see like being in your Girl Scout troop and like being like, you know, like 10 or whatever and like looking up to you so much. I think you'd be a great troop leader. Thank you. But I would want to do it like Troop Beverly Hills style. Like I think about some of the things that I had to do, like camping wise that I would just be like, no, like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, make it like more urban. Like, yes. you know, we're going to go to a tea, you know? Right. Yes. Like that. <laughs> it would be so fun. I might revisit this when my schedule reopens up and I could commit, but yeah, <laughs> I feel Becoming like a-, a Girl Scout troop leader is such a pure activity for your first year living right. in New York. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, you know, most people are like, oh my gosh, I went to the clubs and like, you know, yeah, which drugs I was... for the first time. It's like, I became a troop leader. <laughs> yeah. Which I was also doing. So I probably wasn't right, yeah. like the best role model there. <laughs> you were keeping it real. You were keeping it Honestly. real. Honestly. <laughs> Look, those kids like four years after you deal with them and Girl Scouts are going to start going to their, the clubs on their own if Gossip Girl tells us one thing. So (laughs) (laughs) it's like Um, one of those things where you want your kids to like, if they're going to drink alcohol, you're going to want to have them do it in your home first. So they know their limit. You know, that's like how you are with the Girl Scout. Exactly. (laughs) Oh my God. Look, look, you're going to keep it real. You're going to be honest with them about what it's like to be an adult in New York. That's what they need to know. Oh my God. Honestly, though. Right. Uh, all Indulging right, to, responsibly. Right. And to whatever future Girl Scout leader listens to this podcast, don't you worry. I'm I'm responsible. I would be a good troop leader. <laughs> <laughs> Abby, did you learn about American Girl through your sister? Like, was she into it at first and brought it into your world or how did that work out for you? So if I remember correctly, my sister is two years older than me and I think she really wanted an American Girl doll. But my family was like, well, we can't get, you know, Allison a doll without getting Abby a doll. So I just like got one by default for being the little (laughs) sister, I think. Um, and you know, my sister was older. So she like, definitely, I think appreciated it more. Um, and not to say that I didn't appreciate my doll. Like I loved my doll, but I think my sister was kind of more in that prime age group of, you know, realizing like the hype around American girl and all that good stuff. Yeah. Who came first for you both? Was it Bitty Baby or did you get your historic dolls first? You know, I think I had my Bitty Baby first. I think it was one of those things where it's like, you take care of your Bitty Baby. And if you do a good job taking care of the Bitty Baby, then you get an American Girl doll. Fostering that responsibility from like baby to small child. (laughs) Right. That was my AG journey too. I had my Bitty Baby when I was like four, four and a half. And then I got my Felicity a bit later on, but 
the thing about that is that Betty Baby doesn't have hair, so it's not right too good of a test or an accurate portrayal of the care that I, <laughs> at least me was future gonna in the future gonna take care of my Felicity with the same uh, general care as my Bitty Baby. Yeah, right. I, and now they have like another in between, like the Welly Wishers are now in the mix yes. too, which that is so new to me. I have not even dipped a toe into the Welly Wisher pond i i you know like i've heard people who are parents say that they enjoy the like interim welly wisher stage it reminded me i think i was looking at like an old catalog and it reminded me that around the time i think i was aging out of ag they came out with something called hopscotch hill Mm. which was like kind of like a welly wisher except they looked so scary like I and I <laughs> I forgot these existed but um like they were a little scary and um yeah I think that those were sort of like their first attempt at bringing like an interim doll in there um but they discontinued them after I think just a couple years and then they had like and Lindsay and I just got doll uh I mean Lindsay and I just got catalogs from 2002 holiday and they also introduced like wow girl of many lands which was like for older girls so they kept like throwing things out there to try to like get those like sort of weird transitionary ages I think Mm -hmm. um but like ag is just what we all want and then bitty baby like is a close second but yeah yeah definitely and now abby where you grew up in Wisconsin were you close to the AG store in Chicago yes so it was a very special treat when you got to go to the American Girl doll store and I grew up in the Milwaukee area so it's really only you know like a two-hour drive down to Chicago to go to the store and one of the memories that I have about going to the store was when this is kind of like a bonkers story. So just like (laughs) buckle up. Um, I definitely grew up in a time where people were really going like above and beyond for like kids birthday parties. Um, It was like a prelude to like the super sweet 16 era is the way Mm -hmm. I like to think of it. And so I was in the second grade and one of my classmates took all of the girls from our class, our second grade class, put us in a minivan. And it was only the, it was like the birthday girl, all the girls in the class, birthday girl's mom and birthday girl's grandma. So two adults to maybe like 15 kids, I would say. And maybe a little bit less, maybe like closer to 10. But um, we all got in the minivan. Then they took us to the train station. Then we took an Amtrak train from Milwaukee to Chicago, got in yellow taxis, drove to the American Girl doll store, and then we got to have like a full day at the American Girl doll place, and we got to like top it off with um, a visit to the cafe. And I remember like I have such a distinct memory of all of like the waiters coming around and like singing happy birthday to like this girl and being like, this is glamorous. It was such a wild premise for like a second grade birthday to like, yeah. and it wasn't like an, like, it was just like for the day. Like it wasn't like we're going <laughs> to sleep over for the night. And so I also remember very distinctly that the birthday girl got like the kit uh pajama set that was kind of like a sailor suit. Yes. Love those love those. Yes. Like I remember her like trying it on and I being all this being like, "Oh my god, you have to get it." <laughs> like movie montage style. Movie montage. <laughs> so and then on our way back we had to get into like two separate cabs because there were so many of us. One cab made it to the train station on time to catch our train. The other cab got taken to the wrong train station. And this no. was like before cell phones. Cell phone. Not to like date myself, but this was like really before everybody had a cell phone. So like I'm sitting there with like birthday girl's grandma and like a couple of my other like friends and we uh, the train came and went so like we missed the train and we were there for probably an hour before the other group 
made it to the train station. Then they had like transferred all of our tickets to a later train. Again, no cell phones really. So like all the parents are showing up to this girl's house, like preparing to like pick us up and nobody's there. Like it was, and eventually we, we all made it back home, like all fine in one piece. But I, especially as an adult now, I cannot imagine taking a group of, you know, 10, eight-year-old girls to the American Girl Doll store with one other adult. That is so, but not only just the store, but just like the travel on top yeah. of it. Yeah. Mind-blowing to me, the commitment. That, that is such a big undertaking, especially when you think about like the planning that had to go into it like this is why people sent birthday party physical invitations I guess when we were kids because like your parents needed to know like where to drop you off what time to pick you up like all these details that I think we just like take for granted now Um, yeah so props to them for you know executing with a few hiccups but still like that that is pretty impressive and how were girls bringing their dolls to this day or did were girls instructed to not take their dolls on this outing so I know that I didn't bring my doll with me um I also it was also like one of those weird things where some girls like got spending money and like some girls didn't so that was like like one like I was I was sent with like you know $30 and I was like oh I'm on top of the world like I can buy like my doll a new outfit and some girls got sent with like well over a hundred dollars and like left with like bags of stuff and that just kind of like messes with your head a little bit I think as like yeah totally honestly yeah I don't remember any girls I I think they told us not to bring the dolls just because of like the the production of it all, like having to do yeah. like a full like train planes and automobiles to get to the store sort of thing. Yes. So, yes. Definitely. That yeah. makes total sense. Do you remember what you purchased that day? Was it memorable? I remember I bought like a dress for Kirsten. It was it was definitely like a more contemporary dress. I don't remember like all the details about it, but I remember it was like red and like kind of like satiny. Mm-hmm. Um so she got she got a fresh fit at the girl place. Love that. <laughs> yeah, there's something very very satisfying about purchasing the clothing in person too. I think mm-hmm. like getting to like really look at it in real life instead of just like in the catalog, you know? Right. Like, right. And there's something too about like the box it comes in and it like has tissue paper. Uh, like yes. there's it, there's just it, it's like a whole thing. They really take the attention to detail. And I love it. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. No, they they knew exactly what they were doing there. <laughs> yes. All right, Abby, this is a question that we love to ask all of our guests here on AGW. And that is, what lasting impression did American Girl leave on you? I think I have like a unique perspective on it, kind of being able to like relive all these memories as an adult, like through my TikTok account. I get so many comments of people saying like when they were a kid, they didn't have a doll. And now as an adult, they were able to like buy one for themselves. And I think something that I think is so special about the dolls is it really, they really capture like what it feels like to be like a girl, like if, if, or even just like a kid, like it really puts that feeling like right into like a single object. And not only that, but like, these like girls had like really powerful stories like and I don't think that was something I realized when I was a kid reading the books like I think it was just like a little bit you know beyond my scope but now like looking at some of these stories and now like I reread a couple of like the books as an adult and they really didn't shy away from some heavy topics in these books and I think that it really brings a cool unique perspective like now being an adult being able to experience this you know something that has brought me like so much joy is able to like open my eyes more and bring like more joy and like more of that feeling to people across the internet now so um it's just like such I cannot tell you like how special it is to have a doll and my biggest hope is that every kid has some sort of toy that is like this special and meaningful to them 
I'm that like makes me want to cry. Like that's so <laughs> that's so like impactful because it's like yeah, whether it's American Girl dolls or something else, like hopefully you know it doesn't have to be American Girl, but hopefully everybody has something that makes them feel the way American Girl made the three of us feel. You know, yeah. right? Yeah, definitely. And I love what you said about you know connecting with people who are able to revisit. American girl, either through your content or purchasing a doll from themselves. Like there are so many ways to interact with American girl. And, you know, not only when we were growing up, but today, like, I think the content they were putting out the ways to interact, like it's still very relevant and you can experience it in different ways than, you know, you might've when you were, you know, age eight, you know, and now being a bit older, like, the books, you know, I've reread a few of the books as well. And it's really incredible to see the content that they were, you know, providing to girls that really, you know, went there with the -hmm. the subject matter. Um, But I think it's really amazing to, um, you know, be able to connect with people through something so meaningful in our childhood to bring it, you know, back to present day and still kind of have, that uh, through line with people and connection. Definitely. And I think it's a very cool community of people that I have found on TikTok. And I'm so unbelievably fortunate and grateful for the following that I have. And I, I cherish so much that, you know, people are just even watching the content and are enjoying it. And it just means the world to me. And I'm so happy that, you know, I've been able to like find this little community of of people who like enjoy American Girl Doll and just enjoy yeah. like the feeling of, you know, being like a kid again. Ah, uh, that is amazing. Well, thank you for all that you do, Abby, and like bringing joy to so many of us through your uh, account, truly. <laughs> oh, you know, it's, it's hard work. <laughs> <laughs> hard hard work (laughs) somebody's got to do it (laughs) we feel the same we feel the same (laughs) all right well shall we get into our activities let's do it all right abby if you were throwing a dinner party and you could invite any two american girl characters either the main girls their family their friends which two would you have to dinner and keep in mind they will be interacting with each other you will be interacting with them like it'll be a nice little uh trio for a meal who are you inviting I think this might be a basic answer but I think I would have to do Kirsten and Josefina because those were the dolls that I had growing up yeah so a chance to like actually like get to chit chat with them and you know get to interact with them and like IRL would be unreal. I feel like they're also both giving like sweet personality type. Like yes, agree. Yeah. Like very like very like sweet and selfless vibes from them. Right, they definitely had similar energy for mm-hmm. sure. Like a little bit more like mild, like a little bit mm-hmm. sweeter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. there's definitely some other girls that were a lot more spunky you know who would yes. probably be like a yeah. little bit more of like an entertaining dinner party but yeah I think yeah. I'm gonna hold true with Kirsten and Josefina yeah I like that two betas coming together like <laughs> yeah for the first time two 1800s beta gals probably with a lot of water sign in their chart yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, can you believe that Kirsten is a Gemini it's surprising I know she doesn't give off Gemini to me. She gives off like Pisces or Cancer vibes, I feel like. Oh, Cancer. That's good. I always thought maybe like Capricorn. Oh, Ooh. yeah. That could but make I, I think I could definitely see Cancer. Cancer is mm-hmm. a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, definitely like, yeah, definitely giving very like earth water vibes for mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Well, I, I love that answer. I mean, after so many years of, you know, you and your sister playing with those dolls specifically, I think that is a really sweet answer. And for this dinner party, Abby, I will um, make the exception to the rule and have you bring your sister along with you for dinner. Too. Oh, wow. That would be a real treat. <laughs> that would be so special. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love that. 
All right. Well, so this this activity is based around fave celebrities. You identified Dylan Mulvaney as someone that you like and admire when we asked about who your favorite celebrities were. And I agree, there should be a Dylan Mulvaney doll. Um, <laughs> but what doll do you think that they would have if they had an American There doll? should be. I am a Dylan stan. <laughs> hmm. I mean, for Dylan, I feel like Dylan has got to have Samantha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That think- or if they made like a little brunette kit. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if they made, like, a little brunette kit, I feel like that would be good. Yeah. But, like, she needs something, like, classic and timeless. Oh, you know what? Maybe Melody. Melody might be a good mix. Ooh. They both have, like, the little hair flip sort of mod vibe going on. Yeah, like, a little, like, 60s vibe. I'm going to go with Melody as my final answer. I I love that for her. She aligns really well with that. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I think that that's a great answer and we've never had someone say melody yet um and I, so i'm glad she's getting some love she's one of my favorite newer dolls for sure um oh, yeah she, i think that she's right up there on the top of my list of if i could buy like another american girl doll i just i love her little outfit the little green and yeah. blue outfit with the little hat and the little glasses she's yes. just so cute in my opinion yes and i love her story too like her motown detroit background like i just think that's such an interesting perspective and time period to cover too so she's definitely on on my list as well that's another reason why I think her and Dylan would be a good match is because they're both singers yeah there there we go we solved it perfect yeah (laughs) perfect perfect answer but I I agree with you I think Samantha would also be a great fit just because of like the pure binginess like that the vibes are giving (laughs) um classic a classic vibe yeah, you know, like, just, like, very classy, like, very cool, like, very, like, sophisticated, I feel like, is the vibe. Yes, sophisticated, <laughs> yes. Well, those are both great answers. We love them. Oh, thanks. <laughs> well, Abby, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for joining us today on AGW. And now, where could everybody find you after this? And people are going to want to find you. <laughs> oh, thanks. Um, I would love for you to find me on TikTok for all of the American Girl TikToks of your dreams. Uh, so my TikTok is Abigail underscore Gabble. And my Instagram is the same, but Gabble has an extra B. So on TikTok, Gabble has two Bs. And on Instagram, Gabble has three Bs. Because somebody oh. has two Bs on Instagram. <laughs> and I wish I could have it, but... <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, we will definitely link you in the show notes too, but for sure, Abby, this was such a joy. Thank you so, so much for coming on today. Oh, if the pleasure was mine, it was such a treat. Thank you both so much. Thank you for listening to American Girl Women. For more AG Women content, follow us on IG at American Girl Women or send us your American Girl stories via AmericanGirlWomen at gmail.com. We might just read them on the pod. If you like this podcast, tell your friends and rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts.